This is America's Roundtable from Washington, D.C., an initiative of the U.S.-based think tank International Leaders Summit in partnership with Lancer Broadcasting Corporation and Supertalk Mississippi Media. Thank you for joining us on America's Roundtable. I'm Joe Lott Sami, your co-host, joined by economist Natasha Serdorj, co-founder of International Leaders Summit and the Jerusalem Leaders Summit. America's Roundtable guests include leading voices from business, government, media, energy, technology, healthcare, and the broad policy arena. Subscribe to America's Roundtable on Apple Podcasts, Amazon, and Spotify. Visit America's Roundtable at americasrt.com. americasrt.com. Follow us on Facebook, America's Roundtable, and Twitter at americasrt. We invite donors and advertisers to reach us by visiting our website, americasrt.com. Welcome to America's Roundtable. Senator Marsha Blackburn was elected to the U.S. Senate in 2018 and represents the great state of Tennessee. Senator Marsha Blackburn serves on Commerce, Science and Transportation Committee, Finance Committee, Judiciary Committee, and Veterans Affairs Committee. She has traveled to Israel and has spoken about the significance of the U.S.-Israel relationship. Through her leadership, she is holding to account America's universities and their leadership. As we have all witnessed, prominent universities have devolved into dangerous places for Jewish students and individuals who bravely show support for Israel. Senator Marsha Blackburn is taking a firm leadership role in confronting anti-Semitism in America and standing with the Jewish American community. We appreciate her principal leadership. Thank you, Senator Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I want to wish each of you a happy Hanukkah. And thank you so much for being here in DC and on Capitol Hill as you continue to advocate for Israel. I am just so pleased to take a few moments and join you this evening. Um, I, as we are in this time of debating over budgets, and I'm sure if you have visited with lawmakers today, you've heard the discussions that are in front of us. At the Senate, we have just taken a vote for cloture on the National Defense Authorization Act. What is still yet to be done is the funding bill that would cover the defense supplemental for Israel, Ukraine, the border, and Taiwan. So that is the business that is left undone. I do not know if we're going to be able to complete that before we, we leave here. But one thing I do know is that twice, Senator Marshall and I have gone to the Senate floor and have pushed to move forward the funding for Israel separately. And, and we might even try that again if we don't reach, um, reach a resolution on the broader uh, supplemental packages. And it is important for Israel, $4 billion for the Iron Dome. We know how essential that is in order for Israel to be able to protect themselves. A billion dollars for munitions. That is something that is desperately 
needed. The IDF really needs that. And $150 million for security for the U.S. Embassy there in Jerusalem. Doesn't that sound good to say our embassy is in Jerusalem? And it is so important that we make certain that Israel has what Israel needs to defend themselves. And moving forward with this, we see as being an imperative. There is another imperative in this mix also, and it is dealing with Iran. And we all know Iran is the world's largest state sponsor of terrorism. You look at what the money that every year is going into Hamas, Hezbollah, the Houthis, the ISIS in Syria, ISIS Iraq, the Islamic Guard, all of these things, that money is coming out of Iran. So there are a few things that are important as we deal with Iran and make certain that they do not have the money to fund terrorism. They're giving each of these terrorist organizations $100 million a year. They are training them. They are arming them. They're equipping them. So my legislation that would formally freeze the $6 billion ransom payment to Iran, that has cleared the U.S. Senate. And it is so important. This, this White House said, well, we've got an agreement that Iran won't get that money. I said, no, we don't want an agreement. We want a formal declaration that Iran will never put their hands on that $6 billion. So. Now, we also, with the $10 billion, that is the Iraqi oil money that could go to Iran. I am working on that. We have been able to uh, get a letter together and push the White House to also freeze that. So that takes that amount of money. Now the bigger pot of money is what Iran is making on oil sales. In the previous administration, when oil sanctions were in place, Iran was making about $10 billion, $12 billion a year selling oil. With the administration choosing not to enforce the oil sanctions, Iran is making about a billion dollars a week selling oil. One of their biggest customers is another member of the Axis of Evil, which is China. And what is China doing with this? They're stockpiling it. So putting those sanctions back in working order, enforcing those sanctions, would strip Iran of that ability to sell their oil and to make that money. Because you and I know, if you give Iran a dollar, part of that dollar is going to go into funding terrorism, the other is going to go into enriching uranium. And this is something we want to diminish their ability to do. 
So we're continuing to push with that. Now, closer to home, Senator Rosen and I passed a bipartisan resolution in the Senate condemning the anti-Semitic activity on our nation's college campuses. And we were pleased to get that through. It was unanimous, a good vote, shows you the bipartisanship that is there in the Senate to stand with Israel. And we've been pleased. I don't know how much good it's doing, but every college president in the country has a copy of that resolution. I hope that they choose to read it and see that the U.S. Senate stands united in condemning this activity. Tim Scott and I are also working on a piece of legislation, and it would strip federal funding from any college or university that allows this anti-Semitic activity. So we're continuing to push with that. We're continuing to push forward and push some of these organizations to join some of us women of the Senate in standing up for the Israeli women that have been raped, that have been murdered, that have had their bodies mutilated by Hamas. It is time for these organizations that say they are pro-women to stand with the Jewish women who have endured these atrocities. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you for letting me step in. And again, happy Hanukkah. I hope that you are well and I hope that you're blessed. Thank you. This is America's Roundtable from Washington, D.C., an initiative of the U.S.-based think tank International Leaders Summit in partnership with Lancer Broadcasting Corporation and Supertalk Mississippi Media. Thank you for joining us on America's Roundtable. I'm Joe Ladensami, your co-host, joined by economist Natasha Sardorch, co-founder of International Leaders Summit and the Jerusalem Leaders Summit. America's Roundtable guests include leading voices from business, government, media, energy, technology, healthcare, and the broad policy arena. Subscribe to America's Roundtable on Apple Podcasts, Amazon, and Spotify. Visit America's Roundtable at americasrt.com. americasrt.com. Follow us on Facebook, America's Roundtable, and Twitter at americasrt. We invite donors and advertisers to reach us by visiting our website, americasrt.com. Thank you.